0: You know what cheers me up what rolled up aces over King.
1: ladies and gentlemen boys and girls
0: the house of
1: cards
2: today the game is different with author and professional poker player
1: ashley adams
3: okay we have some skill
4: Hello, listeners. Welcome to House of Cards. I am your host for the hour, Ashley Adams. And quite an hour it will be, too. Uh, Two guests, a guy who's been on before. He has a long history in the poker world. He's going to talk about his new book. His name is Johnny Hughes, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy listening to him. And then we are going to have a terrific guest coming from a wonderful casino, Her name is Dawn Clayton. She is the general manager of Thunder Valley Casino Resort, a place that I have visited and played poker. It really is, I think, the premier poker room in Central California, an extraordinary facility in all regards, and I'm eager to talk to her. And, of course, we'll have a mailbag segment where I'm joined by Dave Weishaddle, my producer. So stay tuned. We'll be back after a quick break. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos, and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions means faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Over Under on your iPhone with its social app. Casino Over Under. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Notches, Mississippi. And coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number ten, free shipping on your entire order. That's ten free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before.
1: You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. A poker face carved in marble.
4: Welcome back, listeners. Uh, We are joined by a repeat guest, one of my favorite guys to talk to. He is a writer. He is a gambler. He's a poker player. He's a raconteur. He is Johnny Hughes. He's written a new book, and he's here to tell us all about it. Johnny, are you there?
3: Hello. Yes, and thank you and Doug for having me on.
4: Always happy to have you on. In fact, uh, it's not... Really the same thing, talking to other people, Johnny. You and I, I think, really click, and I I really love uh, hearing your stories. So tell us about your latest book.
3: Well, my latest book is about three poker players, and one of the themes of the book is Matt O'Malley is kind of a semi-autobiographical character, me, in my poker life, and Matt is a writer about poker. I've written about 70 articles on poker, mostly for Bluff Europe magazine, the biggest poker magazine in Europe in all those countries. And what's the title of the book?
4: What's the title? of The title
3: is a Texas beauty, smart and strong. Okay. And he, uh, Matt, I mention your show in my book because he's a guest on your show, just (laughs) as I am. Great. And um, he is teaching his nephew everything about gambling. I think of this as teaching poker players how to be gamblers because there's a lot of difference, a lot of discipline. And two of the articles I've written, um, I wanted to kind of talk about. Okay. Uh, A model for the psychological theory of gambling, these old gamblers taught me a great deal about gambling when I was only 20, 21 years old, and I met several and played with several of the future Hall of Fame members, uh, Johnny Moss, Amarillo Slim, I met Benny Binion, and Bill Boyd, saw Nick the Greek shooting dice. I went to Vegas when I was 21. I played poker for the house at the Golden Nugget, Bill Boyd, and Benny Binion got me the job. And I've always collected stories and swapped stories. Gamblers sit there and swap stories all day. You know that. Sure, that's right. <laughs> and uh, the I waited until I retired from college teaching to write about it. But i have the last guy. I got ten five-star reviews, the best review you can get on Amazon so far. Uh, and the last one was from Dutch Boyd, and I met him when he first came to Vegas, and we had kind of a teaching relationship, and we're still pretty close friends. He's been writing me today even.
4: Let me let and me ask uh, you a quick question about that. You said you came to Vegas uh, when you were twenty one or twenty two. What year are we talking about when you were first there? Okay.
3: Will, that would be nineteen sixty when Kennedy was running for president and uh, I got a you know, I had a mentor here in Lubbock named Curly Cabot that was is a legend among gamblers. And he told me to go see Minnie Minion for a job. And it was part of my learning process, and they didn't have poker at Minions. And he sent me across the street, and I played poker there. I was a shill, really. And there weren't any good poker games there. There was one $6 limit raz game, where they only cut the pot a quarter. And except for that game, and I played in that, and Bill Boyd would coach me, you know, he liked me. But there weren't any good games in Las Vegas. And I started going to the World Series in 1975 and was there most years. And But I, I didn't play tournaments much. I played uh, the cash games. There weren't satellites. And... Uh, My Matt O'Malley's nephew, Dylan, they've amassed a $5 million bankroll, but it all comes from cash games. He's been knocked out of the World Series the last four years, and he's just not as good a poker player, you know.
4: Let me ask you a question about the World Series. Uh, Sure. What was the... What was the game that you played when you played in the side games? Did you only play stud, or did you play hold'em? Did you play Raz? I played hold'em.
3: I always played just hold'em. Um, I'd never even seen Raz, but a couple of times. When I was 19 years old, Curly and I was on the road with him, and we met Johnny Moss, and he was staking Moss. And Moss was in the game with Sarge Ferris, another Poker Hall of Famer. Yes. And that was the only time I ever saw Raz. We played Hold'em and we played 7 5 Kansas City Lowball and mostly Hold'em. And the more professional players always wanted the game of Hold'em because it's rather deceptively simple.
4: Did you play so it No Limit?
3: The, what?
4: Did you play it No Limit?
3: Yeah, we played No Limit. I ran games here and played in bigger games, and uh, we always played No Limit, even when we didn't have any money. Uh, I played No Limit with college boys, and uh, it's just that's all we played here in Texas. Uh, played some limits, you know, in high school.
4: Okay, uh, we'll be right back with more House of Cards after a quick break.
2: The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. You're listening to the House of Cards.
4: The way I see it, poker's like some kind of cosmic metaphor. It's like even though the cards fall in a random order that you can't possibly predict, you can still beat them. Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. For those of you that just tuned in, we're talking to poker author and player Johnny Hughes. Did you play but, with blinds? One or two blinds? Uh, did you? Yeah.
3: yeah? The uh, the big game had pretty cheap blinds. Here was there were Road Lubbock was a poker center. At different times, world champion Moss and. Bill Smith lived here and some other big-timers, Tennessee Long Goody and Pat Renfro. And you could get all the action here was one of the biggest games. We play. pretty high with a $1 Annie and a $1, $2 blind. And uh, we played low ball with just $5 is the cheapest chip on the table. And we play all low ball. And it was actually higher game and more gamble to it. But we played, there'd be guys with two and $3,000 in front of them, and the blind was only a couple of bucks. And we usually would bring it in for 20 bucks. you know, 10 times the big blind.
4: Johnny Hughes. Johnny, how many times did you play in the World Series?
3: I never played in the World Series as such. I played in some satellites. When I first went out there, they didn't have satellites. And you'd have to plunk down 10000 bucks, and I didn't have that kind of money. Plus, I knew all the guys playing. You know, there'd only be 13 of them up to 20 or so the first years, and they were great players. I didn't want to – that would be a bad gamble. <laughs> Selecting your game is a big part of it, you know.
4: I wanted to get back to something else you mentioned also. You said that in your book – you uh, are your character Matt O'Malley is teaching a young guy how to become a professional gambler uh how how to gamble let me ask you this if you were tutoring somebody today who was you know a pretty good poker player and he was thinking of making a living in gambling what are two or three things that you would want him or her to know that you would want to teach
3: yeah the most important thing is a combination of psychology and mathematics. I've written an article called The Psychological Theory of Gambling. You can get on the Internet for Bluff Europe. But gambling is in two stages, I mean, two steps. There's first, you make the wager, you bet on a football game. And second, they have the football game, and somebody wins or loses, you win or lose. And that's analogous to on 4th Street, you must bet your money, under conditions of uncertainty you don't know exactly what's going to happen but there's no such thing as a bad beat and those old gamblers taught me don't make any bet that you do not think has a percentage advantage that is don't shoot dice don't play roulette don't play blackjack just go the only way you can get the percentage advantage playing is play poker and your game, what you're good at, best at. There's stud experts, there's high-low experts, and I'm really more of a hold'em expert, and I like it best. I'm I'm more confident in it. But in this two steps, the first step, it's what Minnesota Fats and Titanic Thompson would call the conversation, you know, making the bet, getting up the bet. In a pool game or something, is who gets a spot and all of that. And they were so good at this that they usually had to bet one when the conversation was over. But you put all your intellect and skills into making the proper bet, and then you quit caring. You do not care how it came out. You don't care if you lose. There's no such thing as a bad beat. If somebody has an out, they're going to hit it against you sooner or later. And you can't feel elation when you win and defeat when you lose. And in the old days, with professional gamblers, it was considered bad manners to celebrate or to gloat. And it was also considered bad character to whine about bad beats or to show emotions. And you can't be red if you don't feel anything. I have my banker on the stock market now. We've just had our best three days in four years, which violates my elation thing a little, but you don't care. We're having a bad year, you don't let that affect the rest of your life. And you must be able to win more than you lose playing. So, right. But your your annual income would be how much action you fade multiplied by your percentage advantage. There's always the best of it, always the percentage advantage. And, um, tell us a little bit,
4: I'm wondering, Johnny, we all know you're a poker player. Are there any other bets, any other gambling situations that you've gotten yourself into that you can talk about? Did you ever do sports betting? Did you ever do any prop bets that might be of interest?
3: Yeah, I was a bookie once for about three weeks. Um, I handed out these baseball cards at Texas Tech when I was a freshman in the pool hall and this old woman that ran the pool, hall. I was kind of rude to her and cocky and everything, and she told me one day that the FBI had had a meeting with the guys that ran the student union, and they'd found one of my football cards, and uh, these were where you had to pick at least three games, you know, and uh, that there was an undercover guy in the pool hall, and I never, I didn't go back there anymore. But a lot of my friends became bookies because that's the real nuts and where the big money was, you know. But I like to bet on the horses a little bit if I'm at a horse race. But I realized that it cost me 13% of the amount I wager just to get the privileged wager, you know, and then I couldn't really beat them. Uh, but I don't like gambling i don't don't have any gamble in me wouldn't flip you for fifty cents unless you put up fifty five cents. Um, and one man, Carly Cavit, and he'd been a school teacher, and uh, you know how it is you're an old school teacher, aren't you?
4: No, I work for the teachers' union on the side when I'm not doing this gig, but I've never been a oh, teacher. I see. Yeah, I'm a union oh, okay. negotiator. I negotiate contracts and handle grievances and the like.
3: Yeah, I was in the teacher's union, and I'm a strong believer. Um, But the intergenerational thing is you want to teach the young people. And I was the youngest professional gambler around just about, you know, and these other guys were older than me. And even though you're competing with them, they want to teach you. And they teach you this about how what I just got through talking about of how to feel, how to act, how to dress, how to feel. And you must have good manners. I think poker needs to have better manners, better attire. The rich people like to be around somebody that looks like they've got a little money. And uh, get their own time, you know, help get the game started. And there were just certain rules for the a higher standard of conduct for the professional players. And in my novel... Uh, People can go to my website, dot J-O-H-N-N-Y-H-U-G-H-E-S.com. And it'll tell you about this book and another book that is really articles that I published in Buff Europe and other magazines, poker articles.
0: Right.
4: Well, Johnny, we're going to have to go. I appreciate you having on. Give us your website again before we, uh, before we okay.
3: sign up. Okay. It's on. www.johnnyhughes.com. And it's J-O-H-N-N-Y-H-U-G-H-E-S. And it has links to where to buy it, and it tells about this book and the one before that poker players would love both of them.
4: Terrific. I look forward to talking to you again, Johnny. Take care.
3: Okay, thank you, Ashley, and thank Doug for me. I sure will. Bye-bye.
4: Bye. Listeners, that was the incredible Johnny Hughes, author, poker player, raconteur, general, gambling man about town. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more House of Cards.
2: Attention, poker players.
4: Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO, that's HOCRADIO, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025POKER, 24025POKER, that's 2402576537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com www.thenegn, and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. Www.thenegn, the New England Gaming News, New
1: England's only resource for complete casino So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866 i want UG 866 i want UG. Hey,
2: this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 25th, 2016. On the heels of PokerStars launching in New Jersey, the state has broken a record for online gaming. For the first time in history, revenue from online casinos has topped $15 million in the Garden State. This number reflects an increase of over 17% from this time last year. New Jersey is one of three states that allow online gaming and controls about 90% of the market in the U.S. March was also a good month for the Pennsylvania casinos. Table game revenues in the Keystone State hit an all-time high with almost $78 million earned by the casinos. That amount is 11.7% higher than March of 2015. The previous record for revenue came in December of 2015 when table games brought in just over $72 million. And finally, voluntary workouts started last week for most NFL teams, but a member of the Buffalo Bills will not be taking part. Wide receiver Sammy Watkins is apparently taking a break from the gym and headed to the casino. Last week, Watkins shared a picture on his Facebook page of $6,500 worth of poker chips that he won at the Harris Cherokee Casino in North Carolina. I'm pretty sure Rex Ryan won't be too impressed with his poker playing. have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation, send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HFC Radio. You want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO and you'll get up to $100 real cash back. Plus, for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Gambling problem? Call gambler. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams.
3: In the field of
4: local live entertainment. Oh, my God! Hi, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host, Uh, Those of you that listen to this show regularly know that one of the things I like most about playing poker is traveling around the world, and the United States in specific, visiting poker rooms the world over. I was on such a journey about a year and a half ago when I went to 23 poker rooms in the central part of California. Without question, the grandest of those poker rooms, the one that most resembled the very large poker palaces of Foxwoods or uh, the Commerce and the like. The one that was most like that was Thunder Valley. And so today we're lucky to have the general manager of the Thunder Valley Casino Resort. Her name is Dawn Clayton, and she is with us now. Dawn, are you there?
5: I am, and thank you for the opportunity to spend a few minutes with you.
4: Well, we're glad to have you. We always like spotlighting places that have great poker rooms. Uh, why don't you start by just giving our listeners an overview of the Thunder Valley facility, um, and give them a sense of what it's like.
5: Well, we are located uh, approximately 30 miles east of Sacramento in beautiful, sunny California, and I invite you all to come out here, and I guarantee you won't have to shovel any snow. (laughs) Um, We have a 250,000 square feet of gaming space, uh, 2,800 slot machines, uh, just over 100 table games, a poker room that accommodates 30 tables, and on our larger tournament event days, we can go up to 45 tables, uh, 14 bars and restaurants. We have a 17-story hotel property, 297 um, suites and hotel rooms, and we're actually um, beginning to build out another 111 rooms, which will take our inventory to 408 rooms. Um, the owners of Thunder Valley United Auburn Indian Community also own uh, Whitney Oaks Golf Club, which is about 10 minutes from the property, a beautiful golf course. Uh, we have pools. We have uh, our outdoor summer concert series accommodates over 5,000 uh, individuals. It's in the night air, and every Friday, Saturday night uh, from June until the end of September, we have a lot of classic rock. We have Asian shows. Uh, we have comedians. So we have um, a, a variety of entertainment things for uh, all of our guests uh, to participate in when they're here on property. It's truly a four-diamond AAA destination resort in Northern California.
4: Well, that's terrific. So the nearest city for folks that wanted to fly in from different places in the United States is Sacramento. That's a major airport, right? Yes, sir. Um, and how f- just out of curiosity, when I think of major cities in the United States, I think of San Francisco being out there. How far are you from San Francisco International Airport?
5: Um, you can make it um, actually in about an hour and a half, but it's it's very similar to like New York or Philadelphia. Uh, you can do it about an hour and a half, or it could take you up to three, four <laughs> hours, depending upon traffic. So it, it all depends. But on most days, it would take you about an hour and a half. It also takes you just over about an hour and 15 minutes to get to the Reno Tahoe. Uh, you're an hour, 15-minute plane ride to Las Vegas, and that same plane ride um, length of time to uh, San Diego. So it's really centrally located, and it's um, very advantageous and easy to get in and out.
4: Fantastic. So tell our listeners who are largely poker players, tell us about the games. I know people often say we'll spread anything people want to play. But regularly speaking, what games do you tend to have in your poker room?
5: Um, Hold them. Um, And I will tell you, our director of poker, Ben Irving, um, spends a lot of time. He's really the face of the room. Um, And we have daily tournaments. Uh, They'll spread whatever our guests want. Um, he's been in the poker world for quite a, quite a long time, and he values their feedback. Um, he meets with them. As a matter of fact, today he just had lunch with a couple of our regular players, just saying, hey, would you like to see different tournaments? Would you like to see different blinds, uh, downs? What can we do um, to make sure that we're accommodating uh, our guests who attend on a regular basis? And then he spends a lot of time working on our marketing calendar for bigger events. Um, I believe he spoke recently about the Poker Night in America event that was held Um, just last month. And upcoming we have the WPT, the WTP Rolling Thunder. That will be a a tour event March 12th through the 16th. Um, And we also have WPT Deep Stacks, um, which is a first time event that we're going to have here. It's probably become one of the most popular 1000K events in the country. Uh, and that will be April 15th through the 18th, and the buy for so that's uh, $1,100. So he spends a lot of time on that, making sure that there's always something going on, some type of draw into the poker room, um, because it, he really started out with a very small room, and uh, now he, he gets very excited when he sees that room packed, and uh, as we do.
4: So let's say I'm a player. Um, I play in the uh, Chicago area. It's cold. It's miserable. I want to get out of the weather. I like the idea of going to Thunder Valley. I decide I want to go down and play in your major tournament uh, in April or something. What kind of a, a rate can I get for a room and what other kind of things might I do there? Let's say I wanted to bring my spouse. What's she going to do while I'm playing poker?
5: Okay, well, we have plenty for everyone to do. Once you land, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy sunshine. So do not pack your coats. You want nice nice warm weather clothes. Uh, what we have is a $99 rate that we can offer Sunday through Thursday. Fridays and Saturdays is $179. Um, there are our series rates that we have for your wife. I would tell you first of all, our spa is spectacular. She can go in there, manicure, ah, pedicure, facial, whatever it is that you may like. We do. Um, I will tell you, uh, we also have our AAA um, high-stakes restaurant, and uh, you're going to have to break away a little bit and take her there, but it's fine dining. We have a tremendous Asian restaurant here called Red Lantern. Um, we have several uh, bars and lounges. Illusions is one of our newest um, bars that we have, and it provides great nightlife, Um Signature cocktails, and it's the place to be if you're in the Sacramento area on a Friday and a Saturday night. If you're not seated at a poker table, that's where you need to be seen.
4: Well, that's fantastic. Now, you said that you also have uh, a golf course nearby. Is that right? Are they open this time of year, though?
5: We are. We're open year-round. That's owned by the same owners, the United Auburn Indian Community that owns Thunder Valley, um, purchased the Whitney Oaks, Whitney Oaks Golf Club. And it is about 10 minutes from here and we will shuttle you over there. So there's no need to even take your car out of the parking garage. Uh, we'll get you a ride over back and forth, but a beautiful course. Um, there, uh, the facilities over there have all been renovated since our owners took over and, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Now, if you want to do a wedding over there, I don't know, actually, your wife might not like that, but I'm it's happily a great place married. To host a wedding.
4: Happily married, just married off my daughter, as a matter of fact. Uh, If I had known about your wedding possibilities, maybe I would have done it out in Thunder Valley. Um, I just had a question, uh, and don't take this the wrong way. There are not a lot of female general managers of casinos that I've run across in my time. It tends to be a male-dominated profession. Could you tell us, Dawn, uh, how it is you got to be where you're at in the uh, Thunder Valley organization?
5: Sure. I actually started in the gaming industry right out of high school as a craps dealer in Atlantic City. I was there for uh, just under 25 years, wow. all at the Tropicana, before uh, it, that company was sold. Um, I was recruited to West Virginia uh, Mountaineer Casino Racetrack and Resort, and at that time they did not have table games or poker. So I worked um, side by side uh, with the West Virginia Lottery, who was the gaming commission there, and we got that up and operational. Um, I spent about 18 months in uh, East Chicago, Indiana, for Ameristar. Uh, and then I received a phone call uh, in regards to Thunder Valley. And when I did my due diligence, um, it, I just knew it was a place that I wanted to be. Very far from home. I'm an East Coast girl, actually. Yeah. So it took a little bit of a document. And now I have to adjust when I go back because I have to say, I, I, it takes a long time before I warm up when I go back there. But I have been very, very fortunate here. I started here as VP of Gaming Operations I was promoted to the AGM and just about three years ago now um, was uh, lucky enough to be selected for the position of general manager. And it's just an amazing team. Uh, the United Auburn Indian Community, who I report to their tribal council, are wonderful people to work for and very forward thinking. And um, they weren't afraid to put a woman at the helm, which is great. So um, it, it's been a great career. I've been doing this now for about 34 years. and. I can't imagine doing anything else, actually. uh, There's still new avenues and always something going on in the business. So um, I'm excited and honored to to be part of the gaming industry and and love what I do after 34 years.
4: Well, that's terrific. Uh, For listeners that just tuned in, we're talking with Dawn Clayton. She is the general manager of the beautiful and spacious Thunder Valley Casino Resort right outside of Sacramento in Lincoln, uh, what kind of plans do you have as the GM for the casino? Do you have – I know you mentioned something about the hotel. Do you have any other stuff, any promotions going on over the next few months or so as well?
5: Well, we i tell you what. What we're spending a lot of time right now is we are erecting our summer concert series venue, um, and that will kick off June 4th. And every Friday and Saturday night we will have uh, entertainers out there. It um, goes from Chubby Checker to – Uh, Local bands that play, Um, we have Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, that's going to be there. We also have Asian-themed entertainment because we have a big draw. A lot of our customers come from the uh, San Francisco, San Jose area. So um, we'd like to do a diversity of shows that will appeal to everyone. Okay. Uh, We also, you know, the the owners continually look for opportunities down the road, and and they explore that on where do we need to be. You know, a lot of times – what do we need to do for the millennials? Because we know as uh, the age of the population continues to happen, the younger generation, and what do we need to add for them? And we know that they need to be dialed in, and it's um, dialed in all the time, uh, and they want to always be in the know. So we look for any product that we put on the floor from food venues that we may add. So it's, it's a continual process uh, that we look for, and we spend a lot of time, and, and we look forward to the future on what we can add. And as soon as I tell you what, actually, as soon as we lay out our master plan, and we're free to share that with you, I'm going to have you give me a call back because it will be some exciting things in the future.
4: Terrific. Well, it sounds exciting for the present. Uh, Why don't you give our listeners your website so that they can go on and sign up for two-week vacations uh, throughout the coming year?
5: It is www.thundervalleyresort.com.
4: Thundervalleyresort.com. I can't wait to go back out there. I didn't realize how close you were to Reno. For driving purposes, how long would it take me from Reno to get to your property?
5: About an hour and a half. Driving? Yes. That's all it
4: takes. Wow, that's really close. I had no idea. Wow.
5: I, you need to come back out here, Ashley. You need to be the first one of your listeners to book another two weeks vacation. Absolutely. We will
4: accommodate you out <laughs> here. There's of absolutely. All right. I'll take you up on that, Don. I'm looking forward to it. I'll have my people talk to your people, and we'll work something out.
5: We sound like a Jersey guy. My people talk to your people. We'll
4: work <laughs> it out. Fair enough. Thank you for joining us, Dawn. This has been fun.
5: Same here. Thank you, my friend.
4: All right. Take care. Listeners, that was Don Clayton, the general manager of a wonderful, really, I mean, all kidding aside, a casino, uh, Thunder Valley is a great casino. I'm looking forward to going to it. Maybe I can get a good deal. She sounds like she's able to give me a good deal. So maybe I'll do that and I'll report back. In the meantime, uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after a quick break.
2: Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos and is called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions mean faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino over Under on your iPhone with its social app, Casino over Under. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi. And coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order.
2: This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams.
3: Everybody's to leave here immediately. This cafe is closed until further notice. Clear the room at once. How can they close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Oh.
4: Welcome back, listeners. This is House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, and I'm joined in studio by one of my producers, Dave Weishaddle, the more handsome of the Weishaddle brothers, I think.
2: Well, I think so, too. Yeah,
4: there you go. (laughs) Uh, This is Mailbag, so what do we have, Dave? Well, first,
2: uh, I want to say, you know, we always love hearing from our listeners, and, you know, we have a hotline, our website. You can get in touch with us by Twitter and Facebook. The one thing you can't do is is call the station because we're not there at a particular radio station. But you can call us at 609-474-4627. What's that number again? That's 609-474-4627. One more time. 609-474-4627. Okay, that's good. Actually, when Doug came first up with it, it it actually 609-474-HOCR for House of Cards Radio. But it, you know. I always uh-huh. give the number, so I don't know. Okay, good. But uh, the guys who actually feel that the phone calls at the we- at the um, stations actually passed on what s- some of the people were asking about.
4: They passed on? They passed I'm on. sorry to hear that. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> but uh, um, what were they talking about? Well, the big question was, you know, it's World Series of Poker time. You know, you're going out to Vegas, and I guess everyone wants an edge. Everyone wants to do well in poker tournaments that – And a lot of people are wondering, how do you start preparing for the World Series of Poker and its events?
4: Well, you know, I've written about this. I've talked about this. The truth is, it comes up every year. 99% (laughs) 99 of preparing is just getting your poker game better in general so that you're playing at your best in general. Mm -hmm. There are some specific things that I've recommended. First of all, it's very easy. When you go to Las Vegas, if you know, you realize some people live there, but I'm talking about all the people who don't to not have enough rest going into these events. These events are long; they're not as grueling as they used to be. They mm-hmm. schedule them in a way that allows you a decent amount of time in between sessions for a three-day event or for the main event, many more days. But I always recommend don't you know just party and take advantage of the factory <laughs> in Las Vegas because you're going to be whipped. Mm-hmm. You need the stamina. Uh, which is one of the reasons I think why so many of the people that finish at the final table are so young is because they have stamina, and a lot of us old guys don't. So I suggest getting good rest. Um, This is going to sound corny, but diet, high salt, high alcohol, high fat foods, which is what you tend to have when you go out there. You drink, you have a lot of fast food, doesn't help you improve your stamina and your strength. And so I can recommend a good, decent diet. Um, hydration, very important in Las Vegas. Those of us from the rest of the world aren't used to the incredibly dry, hot climate. And though, even though we think, well, I'm not passing out, the dehydration takes its effect. It wears on you. It hurts your ability to concentrate. It makes you sick, et cetera. So pump the fluids. Eat decent food. I'm sounding like my grandmother. <laughs> no, right. uh, make sure you have as and then Well, are you are you allowed to bring food yeah. or snacks? I always and, do. And, like I always Gatorade bring to the table. Yeah, or I always like bring a I usually have a shoulder bag of some kind okay. and I carry in it I mean this again, this is gonna sound silly, but I carry easy to eat snacks mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about getting a meal during the play. Sometimes I get one anyway, but I always have unsalted peanuts, I have bananas. I usually have an apple, other fruit, dried fruit. Uh, sometimes I'll have an, a couple of energy bars, um, and I avoid salty things like uh, snacks, like uh, potato chips, popcorn, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, but healthy snacks I find very useful. I also bring- does it have to be healthy? Because uh, I even heard of marathoners bringing around
2: jelly beans, eating them with. Pumps the sugar up, and that, that's what I hear. So I don't know. Is there I some weird kind I, of I food that you that
4: have? You can do that. I don't do that. I bring, uh, you know, some kind of energy bars, cheap yeah. ones, though, because I'm cheap. Like, so Quaker oatmeal makes some kind of energy bars, like granola bars, mm-hmm. uh, raisins, peanuts, unsalted, uh, sometimes dried bananas, but some fresh fruit. And then I'll also bring a bottle of analgesics like aspirin or Tylenol and mm-hmm. Advil. Uh, and a lot of bottled water now they give out bottled water, but I don't want to have to wait. I don't want to have to tip you know <laughs> if I drink in twenty bottles of water over the course of a tournament, that's twenty bucks, yeah. so I'll bring my own for you know twenty nine cents a bottle.
2: That's a lot of bathroom breaks too. I don't know if you can get up at <laughs> that's true.
4: You can always get up and go to the bathroom they'll blind you off okay uh, and there are breaks uh that people generally rush to the bathroom, but that's what I do. And and as far as mental preparation, I don't know. You get good rest. You get good diet. Oh, I exercise. I always make sure to walk, you know, a few miles in the morning, early morning before it's hot so that my body is at least not completely inert. All right, listeners, that will do it for the mailbag segment, but uh, come back next week. We'll be back.